Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Raiders! Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever! You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride! Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for another fantastic interview here, an RFR conversation on Raiders Fan Radio. And uh, this time it's a little different because it's a conversation with ourselves. Uh, our buddy Mikey, who those of you that are familiar with our network and are just familiar with with Mikey's channel, Raider Central or now On Air Nation, Mikey does an interview series called uh, Inside the Raider Nation, and he asked myself and my Uncle Mosh, a co-host here at Raiders Fan Radio, to join him on his uh, episode of Inside the Raider Nation, and we gladly accepted the invite and, uh, and joined him. This was last year. This was in November of 2018, and I had a lot of fun, man. It was kind of like our origin story, I guess. Uh, we did a lot of uh, discussing of our Raider fandom. We talked a little bit about the current state of the 
the Raiders. Uh, but Mikey even put us through a little bit of a newlywed game kind of segment. It was it was really fun. It's about an hour long, and uh, I think you'll get a big kick out of it. And uh, since we're kind of going every other week with RFR proper, I figured this would be a good time to get this to you all. And uh, so definitely check it out, and I hope you enjoy it. And uh, also, if you're interested in helping support the Blitnikoff Foundation and also, of course, Raiders Fan Radio, you can do that by buying one of our new Get Made t-shirts. Uh, you can find that at RaidersFanRadio.com slash t-shirts. No hyphen, just t-shirts. Then go ahead and buy one of those shirts, and uh, I'll ship it to you. And all the proceeds, 100% of the proceeds is going to the Bolitnikoff Foundation. Our goal is to raise $2,000 to give to the Bolitnikoff Foundation this year on behalf of the RFR listening audience. And so we appreciate the support uh, that you guys give us and allow us to be able to uh, to gift them with this donation. So uh, that's what we're looking forward to. We're working to uh, earn that that $2,000 and uh, and then donate again in, at the end of the year. So uh, appreciate your your help in us doing that. All right, here's the interview uh, with, uh, with Mikey and uh, we'll see you guys next week for episode number 130 of Raiders Fan Radio. Alright, today's Inside the Raider Nation. Well, we got a fan favorite that many of you know already. Murph from Raiders Fan Radio. But they are a duo. That's right. We got Uncle Mosh and Murph, the comedic genius duo from Raiders Fan Radio. They do podcasts, and their chemistry is fun, and you're going to see some of it here on Inside the Raider Nation. Let's get right into it. This is Inside the Raider Nation, the interviews, and now let's meet Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God, is he killing him? What is going on? I think I think I came in in the wrong spot, Uncle Mosh. Introduce yourself, Uncle Mosh. Hey, Raider Nation. <laughs> was that your best AM voice? Yeah, already? it's okay. So I went AM, AM voice right off the bat. They Bye, are Mosh. Raider hosts. They are Raider podcast. Thank hosts. you so much for having us here. I uh, I wouldn't be on your show if it wasn't for uh, for my nephew, my nephew Murph, right here to my right. Born and raised, and and died in the wool Raider fan. Uh, didn't didn't take me long to say, hey, you're doing a podcast. I want in, and all we had to do was give Sonny the boot. <laughs> no, that's a joke. Our other, uh, my other nephew, his cousin, uh, they started this what five, six, seven years ago, whatever it was. Uh, I started twelve, started cutting commercials for him, and uh, Sonny's just life just got so crazy and he's with jobs and more kids and you know uh keeping the keeping the family name alive and uh so well he had to go do his part and raise those youngins right and so i had to do my part and step in and now i'm i'm uh uh his robin to his batman or his, his shield to his captain america whatever it is All right. you know uh, so let's bring and, it let's uh, bring it mainstream let's explain what you do really quick then we can talk about how you guys met and everything. So they are Raider Fan Radio. And introduce yourself. Just give a wave so people know who Uncle Mosh is. That they, would be me, the, the big guy in the blue. That's then, me. Right then, here, right here. Then Murph. My team and I always had trouble managing our tasks until one of my colleagues found Monday.com. You can see. That would be me. That's right. Here, here we go with this hand here. Now you can see me wave. Yes, I'm Murph. I'm the the uh, the proprietor of Murph's Fan Cave and the uh, 
the wonderful shows you can find on the Merch the Train. Wonderful Network, shows. Like Raiders Fan Radio, Mondays with Mikey and Murph, and the Fan Club Blitz. With Splatterhead and Fitz. So there it is, Murph. You're pretty good at explaining it. Uh, explain Raiders Fan Radio as, as as well as possible. Yeah, so Raiders Fan Radio is a show that, as Mosh mentioned, I started with uh, his other nephew, my cousin, uh, Sonny, who is a huge Raiders fan. We started podcasting together way back in 2012. We started off doing shows about Madden football. We're big Madden gamers. We started off doing that, then transitioned into the Raiders and a few other things. We did sports, uh, sports Degos, which was a sports uh-huh. show as an overall. But ultimately, we came back to where, where we live a lot of the time, and that's in Raider Nation. And it's what our passion is. It's what our love is. And so uh, Sonny and I started doing Raiders Fan Radio uh, almost three years ago. And then, as Mosh mentioned, also Sonny had to take a hiatus. And uh, so Mosh stepped in. And uh, so now we've been doing this together for uh, going on a year now. Yeah. And uh, it's been awesome, man. It's been great. Uh, Raiders Fan Radio, you can find us uh, anywhere you can find podcasts, and especially here on, on YouTube as well. Just look for Murph's Fan Cave. That's Murph's Fan Cave there. We're on the YouTubes. And uh, and thankfully to you, Mikey, for introducing us to the whole idea of live streaming and doing doing YouTubes because we were just a, an audio-only podcast for for. For a long, long time. I mean, how and, could uh, the world not want to see yours faces? <laughs> I mean, Uncle Mosh, Uncle Mosh looks like you know, good old dear old Grandpa. You know, the amazing man oh, thanks, that'll thanks, take thanks. care of us and all that. So you guys are actually over a hundred episodes in. Can each one of you tell me your favorite memory or favorite episode that you can that stands in your in your head? Oh, I got one. Go you ahead. Go first. Go ahead. You go first. Uh, well, I'm looking for. We've we've now had 105 episodes as of tonight. We're going to do number 105. And uh, last year we started a new tradition, and that we did our show is Raiders Fan Radio. So we did an award show, and we called it the Fannies. And so we, uh, Uncle Mosh, did. Uh, although he wasn't a full time uh, co-host of the show at the time, he did all these amazing voiceovers where we gave awards out to not only members of Raider Nation but to the team. And uh, just had, it was it's all a goof. It's all tongue in cheek. It's all a lot of fun. And uh, we had a really good time doing that, doing the fannies. And so uh, we'll have that coming up soon, right after the regular season is over. Yep. And looking forward to doing that with Mosh live this year. The the fanny awards. I would say that's my favorite episode yeah. so far. And, and that's one of my top five as well. Uh, we love our whole idea behind what we do and our maybe a, we call it maybe our rebranding. Uh, so for a better lack of better terms, we are a fan-based radio and it, a program and that and, and, it, and if it wasn't for the fans we wouldn't exist in the format that we have we like to have fun we like to hear from the folks we, we spend a lot of time on our sea of fans mailbag that's when we get feedback from it feedback uh, you can tell i'm the big eater in the family always with the feedback yeah, uh, feedback from folks but uh when when we get together and we write uh, and and we, we write bits and we bring in people and we and we, we spoof on people. Uh, that's probably my favorite stuff. So I would say our Halloween show that we did recently, uh, we decorated our studio. We wrote us I, I, I wrote a song and Murph performed it and we brought in the family to, to play it and sing background and we just it was a it was a huge family affair for us. And it was great, and we just had a blast. And we were, in, and his his wife did his makeup, and 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 that's okay. 
That's we're okay with that. Um, but we just we had a it blast. Was Halloween makeup. It was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't like normally. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like when she does my eyeshadow. Before yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. yeah, I caught I caught a piece of that special, and that's one reason why I'm very proud to work with uh, Murph on Mondays with Mike and Murph. But your comedic duo has brought positivity in my life where it's negative. Thank you, John Gruden and the rest of the Raiders organization. <laughs> Let's be honest. But I enjoy watching you guys. And I heard the Uncle Ma song. And that became one of my favorites because you guys treat the holidays as a special time to also, you know, do a special and, and have decorations and all that. And it just makes me proud that you guys are entertaining as well. Well, thank you, thank you, and we and we love to create. Yes. We're we're both creative. We've done shows together, stage shows. We've done, gosh, Josh Murph has loaned me props 10, 12 years ago, yes. and I still I haven't still returned. Back but I put them in every show that I do. <laughs> so you know, we 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 love to create, and that's that's part of I think what our chemistry, why it works, because we just we just. Oh, that works. That's a goof. That's fun. Okay, and we tweak this, and so a lot of ego stuff doesn't get get involved in in other comedy duos because we just know that we're going to go for the laugh. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. That's okay. There's always next week. That's exactly right. It doesn't, yeah. There's nobody that can take us off the air. That's right. You, know? you can't you can't get canceled on YouTube unless <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. unless you're Raider Central. <laughs> unless you're Raider Central and you have logos. You can't get canceled on YouTube. Uh, let's introduce yourself in terms of your real life real quick. Then we're going to get into your both of your fandom, because that's what we're really here to talk about. But uh, what do you do as a job, a career? Or can I ask you that, uh, Uncle Mosh and Murph? Uh, I, I, uh, I'm a, a lifelong educator, lifelong coach. Uh, I, I was one of those guys that uh, I took that summer off after high school, and it lasted 10 years. And, uh, I, you know, I joined the military and got married and had kids and got married again and, and uh, you know, did some stuff. I worked for the post office and finally decided I was going to was going to, you know, check in and uh, check, check out at the time clock and check in at school. And I uh, was a 28 year old freshman and decided to uh, get my degree in teaching and uh, do what I love. And that's theater. And uh, so I've been a theater teacher since 1992. Uh, I'll be 60 next month. Uh, in December, two days before Christmas. And, uh, you know, I just, I love what I do. I, I, I've, I've got enough years in to retire and I keep saying, well, what would I do? I would just be doing theater somewhere for free. So I might as well stay where I'm at and do it and get paid. Is that you why know? you're so and dramatic, Uncle Mosh? Cause you're a theater teacher. Is that why you're so dramatic? I, I, I really didn't know I was <laughs> dramatic, Mikey. Uh, but you know, are uh, you an international a- thespian? I um, actually, I'm president of the Educational Theater Association, which is part of the International Thespians for the state of Tennessee. And uh, yes, I am. I'm a proud member of, of Troop 5760 here in the state of Tennessee. And uh, that's about it. I, I love what I do. I, I love to educate the masses, mold the minds of America's youth and uh, get them on the path to the straight and narrow. I really no. can't wait to meet yeah. a woman that's an international <laughs> thespian. I want to meet a woman that's an international thespian. So here, here's, what you, here's what you're doing is you're going in the direction where I can't share this with my kids. So thank you for that one. No, Mr. they Mike. won't get it. I, I, oh, I went around you, that joke. They're they high school kids, Mikey. They are high school kids, buddy. I'm well, telling you, know, you they, they get more than we do. There's always it's next great. week. 
that's right. All right, Murph, what do you do for a living, you know, besides loving the Raiders in your fandom? So, like Uncle Mosh did, I took a little bit of a hiatus after high school that only lasted until my 40s. And then uh, and then I uh, I did. I, I returned to school, and, and I've actually uh, become a, a degree certified in, in leadership studies and applied leadership of organizations. And I try to bring a little bit of what I've learned uh, in school to the Raiders and to when, when we look at the team and when we uh, examine them as an organization and try to understand what they do and why they do it and who does what and why they – I try to – Take look at it from a more of a, a textbook understanding as far as the uh, you know what applied leadership looks like in an organization in order to enable that organization success. So that's that's kind of what I've done. When that's that also fits into quite a bit of what I do in my career. Uh, I work in, in in sales for a for a big company, and uh, it, it definitely that the people portion of leadership and and how that applies is definitely the the, the passion of of uh, of what I do in terms of what I do for a living. So. The thing about what we do is we, we both enjoy our jobs. And, you know, I, I don't remember who said it, but somebody said, if you enjoy what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. So we're we're two of those guys that are – and we both worked at places that that sucked, that we hated. Oh, yeah. So, you know, and, yeah. And, and, and we I, was had, in the, I was in the bar and restaurant business for a yeah, long, and, long and time. Yeah, and there's a lot of ledges I had to talk him off. Uh, and there was – there I mean, especially around holidays when you oh, had to gosh. go in. Yeah. So – we know what it's like to work in a situation that that just blows, man. That you just <laughs> that you just hate, and and uh, so we're we have both incredibly blessed to be in jobs that that pay the bills and provide a comfortable living, and and doing something that we really really like to do. And I think that's part of the appeal about Raiders Fan Radio is that we really like to do this, and and like you said, we don't call ourselves comedians, and we don't we you know. Josh is uh, Murph is a, is a host. I'm a co-host. You know, I, I tell people, what, what do you do on your podcast? I, I'm a sidekick. I'm okay with. I'm okay which is, with that. Which is funny because in real life, he's the patriarch of our family. He's the guy that's the head of the of, of the of the family. You're the head of the family. Hey, right? you don't we're want to on the TV. You don't want to tell the folks. Uh, Why did I tell you, Raider Nation, about their comedic duo? And <laughs> I, hey, uh, Uncle Mosh, no shame in your game. I've been a sidekick my entire life without an actual partner. So you know, figure that one out. <laughs> All right, let's get into the fun times. Let's find All out right. about your 100% Raider fandom, how you became Raiders, and all that good stuff. This is kind of rapid fire, but it's going to be fun. Let's get right into it. Uh, whoever can answer first, and then the other one can go after. But when did you first? <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Uh, when Stop did you... it. I told you about that. <laughs> when did you first realize you were a Raider? 1976. Beat me to it. Can't help it. I'm sitting on a couch. I need a buzzer. I need a buzzer. You get a point. <laughs> 1976, I'm sitting on a couch with his dad, his uncle, my brother, his dad and his other, his dad's brother, my brother-in-law, the, the whole family. And it's 1976. We watched every game. It, it, what a year. I, 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 I think at, at 16, 17 years old, whatever I was, my first man crush on Otis Sistrunk. <laughs> Number 60, the University of Mars. Come on. And and just, I mean, I could just go on and on and on. Those guys, Pete Benizak, you know, Mark Van Egan, 
You know, I mean, ju- uh, just the, the the names. Go go to Wikipedia or something. Uh, can I say Wikipedia? Go to go to go to something and look up the names of the guys that were on the Raiders on that year, 1976. That 16 in one year, unbelievable, unbelievable. And it's just, I mean, how could you? How could you not? This and this was before jerseys. The only person that had a Raider jersey was your uncle. Was your was 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 Murph, your namesake. He was the only one that had a jersey. Because yeah, it wasn't a thing. You didn't go out and get jerseys. You know, we toasted many of those jerseys. You know, that's where I learned to shotgun beer. You know, I mean we we did a we did stuff and, and it was just I mean, it was like it Saturday nights you're up late. I was living with with his uh his other uncle at the time. I'd moved out in the tenth grade. I'd moved in with him, and so we two bachelors. We had another roommate who we abused, and we, I mean, we'd be out late four or five o'clock in the morning on Saturdays. But everybody was up at noon and for, the for the Raider game, you know, hungover or not, man. I was, was one just, year. I was one years old. The only thing I remember remember is going Baba, ba, which meant bottle, Baba, <laughs> Mikey. I was doing that at 17, going, blah, blah, blah. yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. It was, it was, it was, it was that year. It was 1976. And we laugh because there were times when his dad would come over to watch the games or we'd go to his house and he was two and we were just passing him around, you know, and he's, and he's sitting on our laps and he's doing it. So it was, it, it was that was the magic, man. That was that year, and I think that's one of the that reasons is, that we that like is such a seventy. A that is such a seventies term, you know. From, it was magic, man. <laughs> Murph, how did you become a Raider? <laughs> I just told you. <laughs> yeah, it was it was by birth for me. You know, we grew up in the South Bay of uh, of the Bay Area in California, uh, in San Jose. And, you know, San Jose is a, it's at least at the time that I grew up, it was, it was a little more split than, than maybe, uh, than what it is now, where it seems like it's kind of very heavy 49ers based mm-hmm. now, but anyways, <clears throat> so it was, it was a little more split. You're either a Niner fan or you're a Raider fan. You're either an A's fan or you're a Giants fan, but growing up around these guys and, you know, not only my uncles and my dad were by far the biggest influencer in my life. And my uncles were like, they were like rock stars to me in real life, like tangible rock stars. And then the Raiders of the of those eras, they were like my superheroes, more so than even like comic books were to me or anything like that at the time, or even uh, even movie stars. It would to me, it was the Mad Stork, kick him in the head, Ted. You know, Foo, uh, Assassin, Snake, Twos, the Man from Mars, is Mosh Mitchell. It was all those guys. Those guys were kind of like my superheroes. So as so as long as I was old enough to know the Raiders were a thing I was automatically a Raiders fan because I w- was watching these guys uh, on TV and then and then these guys my my uncles were telling me stories about them and the, before the snake book came out and before you know badasses and the Al Davis book and before all that stuff came out all those stories of training camp of Ted Hendricks riding in on a on a horse and you know what I mean? All that stuff all came from these guys. So I'm listening to them tell me stories about the Raiders off the field as we're watching them then on the field. And, you know, and they were so good back then. And just the, the, the court to a kid, you know, the pirate. And were you guys colors. both in, in, in um, the Oakland area at that time? Yeah. yeah in San Jose. Campbell, San Jose that area, right in. Yeah. 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 That's where we, that's where we grew up and spent uh, a, a majority of our lives there. We moved out at different times. 
Uh, Uncle Mosh left the Bay Area before I did, but ultimately, yeah, that's where our fandom was 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 kind of formed. And and so, yeah, so as long as I I was old enough to know the Raiders were a thing, I was a fan. And my first my first real memory of like really having pride as a Raider fan was that Marcus Allen run January 22nd 1984 uh, at the Rose Bowl down there uh, you know Marcus Allen running with the night as John Pacenda famously says you know I remember watching that as a kid you know not even uh, not that, quite 11 years old not the Super Bowl was that not 83 yeah. the Super Bowl yeah you said 84 but uh yeah it was played on January 22nd 1984 that's so, right you know what uh-huh. that's how it works with the Super Bowl it's like right, next right. year but it's still 83 it's always, it's always confusing, yeah, to, Look, with the season and the year. But, but yeah, watching that play and watching that team, and uh, you know, it was because there was there was some leftovers of those '70s teams. You know, it was still Shell and Upshaw, uh, but then there was the new guys. There was the Howie Long and, and you know of the world. And, and you know, growing up, it was always Casper at tight end. But now we had you know Christensen. And it just it was just such a such a cool moment as a Raider fan. And suddenly, it was the one of the last. Yeah, and and let me interject something. So I don't know if you know this or not, uh, Mikey, but we come by this naturally because we were born and raised in that area, and and we and we laugh and we kid, and 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 Murph says, "Oh, it's in my blood," because they 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 passed me around at Raiders games, and and they told stories. But we actually have a blood connection to the Raiders. Our great uncle went to James Lick High School in San Jose and played football and was the center, and he was center for the one and only Jim Plunkett. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Look it up. Look it up. 105 episodes, and you're waiting until That's what I'm saying. What's going on, Uncle Mosh? I'm saving it for Mikey. Uncle Mosh is holding out information. Tell me. He's always liked you better, Mikey. I hear about every freaking week. Everybody loves Mikey Raider. All right, yeah. let's get into it. Uncle Mosh, who is your favorite all-time Raider player? Otis Sistrunk. All right, Murph, who's Not your all-time? Go. Unabashed, Otis Sistrunk. I, 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 I don't know if it was just his monster size and his look and his bald head and his answer that he went to the University of Mars. I just love that guy. I just love it. Number 60 is still my favorite number. Uh, it's, it's great. All right, Murph, who's your favorite all-time player? Kenny the Snake Stabler uh, by far. And it's it's evolved over the years. I have different uh, players that I like depending on the era. So I go from like Kenny to Howie sure. Long to Charles Woodson, you know, to now. I don't know. Well, <laughs> and, and we talk about eras like – the LA era, mine of course is Pete Cox because we have the same hair. Same hair, yeah, exactly. yeah, absolutely. But All yeah, right. so uh, definitely Kenny the Snake Stabler by far. I think he epitomizes what it is to be a Raider more so than anybody. And sure, kind of sure. invented what it meant to be a Raider. Other than Al, Kenny invented what it meant to be a Raider as a player. What's your first game, each one of you? What's your first live game that you went to? Well, uh, my first time to the Oakland Coliseum was actually in utero. They went to the World Series in 1972. My mom was pregnant with me, and so I mean, I was literally in the at the, in the Coliseum. You pulled out a born. pregnancy game where you don't even realize you're in a bowl of liquid, and you're like, yeah. "That was my first game." That's that's <laughs> literally that's what I mean. So like, literally, as long as I've known they were a thing in Oakland Coliseum and the A's, and, and I was there. But uh, as far as like, you know, I'll tell you what. The first one I remember with Mosh 
because we didn't go to games together because we he had left uh, California uh, b- before I did. And when I was living there and growing up, a lot of times they were in Los Angeles. Sure. So so they weren't the Raiders weren't even there. So I'm actually my first NFL game was a freaking Niner game. Don't hold that against me. <laughs> but the first one we went to together was that now we both live in Middle Tennessee and we went to a game. It was uh, a Monday night. A Monday night. It was like a Christmas Eve. Yeah. It was Raiders Titans. And this is like 03, <laughs> I want to say, 02 maybe. Like this is when they were both really good. Yeah. And uh, it was so funny. We had a great time. Uh, game was awesome. We tried to do everything we could to get on camera. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. 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 So and we signs, knew yeah. everything. Had uh, Raiders Santa hats. We on. were Raidered out. Absolutely. Man. And it was funny. So we're leaving the leaving the, the game. We're walking down the concourse down there from then Adelphia Coliseum, and a fight breaks out in front of us. And so Mosh and I, without even saying anything to one another. I grab one guy, he grabs the other, and we get them apart. And uh, and so we're kind of looking at each other, and we're like, "All right, are these guys gonna keep going? Because if they're gonna keep going, then we're gonna we're gonna yeah, yeah we, we, we got our work cut out for us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We were ready to clock in, but they stopped, and so they they kind of you know whatever they went, went their, their ways. Way. Yeah, but it was so funny because then everybody we're we're talking like a packed concourse, like thousands of yeah. people, and everybody started laughing. They were like. What a day in Tennessee when the two Raider fans are the ones that two Raider fans break up a fight between two Titan fans. Yeah, yeah. we used to at the the, in the day. Tell about the beer. We could take. We could take. You could, if you wanted to, at Alameda, at Oakland Alameda County Coliseum, you could take in your own beer. So we would go and buy like as long as it was in a plastic. As long as it was in a plastic container, so you'd get forties or whatever, and you'd pour them into. A gallon jug, a gallon or two, and you could take those. And so the people walking up the gang planks there were all carrying milk jugs full of beer. And if it was a hot day, if it was a long day, by the third inning, that stuff is hot, man. And it's just nasty and it's flat. And you're saving a ton of money. That's the magic <laughs> error. That is the magic hey. error. Hey, so I got I got one for you. My favorite story of these guys going to the Oakland Coliseum, and uh, and there's and you notice a lot of our stories have to do with baseball because there was just so more many more of them. It's like ninety five uh, games of baseball exactly. every year. So, oh yeah, exactly. So and you could get cheap tickets. And you could get cheap tickets. So so these guys they're at the World Series game, and uh, my my uncle Murph, my dad's youngest brother. That's where <laughs> I got my name Murph. That's what I, why I use the, the moniker Murph. He's since passed. I've uh, been one of the huge uh, formers of my Raider fandom. So to honor him at Mosh's idea, I, I took the name Murph. So, so anyway, so Murph and then Uncle Mosh's older brother, Bruz, the other guy that that, uh, that helped form my, my Raider fandom. Uh, so they're at this game. So it's a World Series game, I think it is. And they're up They're up in the, the – we, we were the third, the 300 section, very section, top, very way, top. Way up there at the Oakland Coliseum. They're, they're drinking their, their gallon jugs of beer. They get to the end. And uh, the A's won the game. And A's so, won the game, yeah. A's, and A's, Murph stood up to scream, yes! And Bruzzy goes, bam! And smacks him on the back just out of excitement. Yeah. And Murphy goes tumbling down like four seats <laughs> and lands in this lady's lap. And he gets up and he's completely freaked out that he's rolled over and fell over like four seats. So he gets up and he just takes off running. And like he's gone. And like no one, no one knows where Murph is at. So... They all, the game, you know, the game's over. Everybody makes their way out of the Coliseum. They get to the car. They're hanging out. and there's still- It was Murph's car. He had the keys. <laughs> we, so there was four of us that rode together. Okay. And we're standing there waiting. So no, one, so no one sees Murph. Like, they're like, what happened to Murph? 
So he comes back. I thought so your he's... Murph. I thought your Murph. Oh, this is the original Murph. Murph. The original Murph. I Uncle apologize. Murph. So Murph comes right up. So he comes running back to the car, and he's got nail clippers and the little thing that like cleans your fingernails up. But he's got the little thing, and they go, Murphy, where you been, man? He goes, I've been running through the streets of Oakland. We're like, well, what were you gonna do with those nail clippers, man? I had to defend myself. And so, so then they go, hey, Murphy, man, we, we got to tell you something. And he goes, what? And they go, you killed that lady, man. <laughs> he goes, no. <laughs> he goes, he goes, I'm going to ride in the trunk. <laughs> you can't ride in the trunk, Murph. Uh, no. Oh no, I'm going to ride in the trunk. Somebody oh else God. drive. I wanted this interview to be about you guys, but... Now, because we're telling such amazing stories, I hope you don't mind. I'm gonna give you a story of Please. my first Raider game that I went to Oakland. I went to watch the Chicago Bears with a friend of mine named Ronald, and then there was another friend of mine named Raphael in the car. We were we were driving at night for some reason or early morning. We were on the freeway. I don't forgive me. I don't know which one, but there was a big haul, like a. Uh, a truck or something hauling a broken down car, but the car was backwards on the tow truck where the lights were in front of us, but the lights were on. So we're kind of behind it with, with the car turned, with the lights on. And then <laughs> I, I'm driving. My friend Raphael is in the front seat. My friend Ronald's in the back. I'm like, Ronald, we got to do this trick. So we're sitting there. I get as close as I can without hitting the car with the lights. And then all of a sudden, I said, on the count of three, start yelling. One, two, three. Oh, my God, we're going to get hit. My friend Raphael wakes up from the front seat. He sees the two lights from the car being towed. And he goes, ah! He thought we were about to have a head-on collision. And that was nice. the funnest nice. event in Oakland. Uh, who's That's your favorite all-time coach? Murph and Mosh. Uh, uh got to be John Madden. Me I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that's a, that's a consensus for both of us there. And, and you know, the, I'm going to pull some hatred, I'm sure, from Raider Nation, but Gruden is right there with them. And I and not because of this year. I mean, we'll see where this year goes. But when you look at the history of our team and really since 1983, we really haven't done much of anything except for when Gruden was there and the way that he kind of resurrected the franchise and the way that he brought the Raiders back. I mean, you know, and I was a kid. Uh, when, when Madden was coaching and, you know, John Madden to me was more the video game guy, the Miller light guy. And while I have reverence for his accomplishments as a coach, I didn't experience them firsthand. I mean, I'm fully aware of them and that's why he's, he's my favorite coach, but Gruden, I lived through, I mean, I was in my twenties when that happened. And so to experience where we were to where he brought us and, and, you know, I get accused a lot of being a Gruden apologist. As, as you guys both know, but that's why is that, I mean, when you look at what he did for the team, I can't not be thankful for still to this day. I don't care if he goes, Oh, forever for the rest of this tenure with the Raiders, the second time through what he did the first time through, I'll always have respect for it because it, he literally brought us from nothing to something. What do you think? Marshall? Well, that was a, a, a long Gruden tirade to talk about Madden. <laughs> So here's another story. All right, well then, how about this? That Gruden one might be my favorite. Okay. Just because I didn't experience 
Madden firsthand like you did. Well, here's another here's another story that you don't know that you might know. We're, we're, but we're we, have, we have we have with Madden, we have a connection to Madden. Well, Grandma met him. I knew that. Grandma, okay, our, yeah, yeah. our my mother, his grandmother, hated to fly. She hated to fly, so she took the train everywhere. And uh, her and uh, her husband, they were on their way to Chicago to get married. And who was on the train but Madden? So, and this is like early '80s, I want to say. So this is uh, post Raiders. But this is post Raiders, and he was going to a gig in Chicago okay. to do one of his one of his things, and they had splurged. They were going to get married, and lo and behold, my mother's very short little fat Italian woman you know she looked like a a, a a potato on two pencils you know about all five four of her and uh she tells her her her, her husband she's like go introduce yourself go introduce yourself so he goes and introduces himself and and uh so he grew uh, uh Madden comes over to meet grandma Jenny and he shakes hands with her and she says I grew up in the Bay Area blah 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 blah, blah. and she says you're going to Chicago you want to be the best man at our wedding? <laughs> He's like, well, I'd be honored, but I have a little engagement. It's called Monday Night Football yeah, or yeah, yeah. whatever it was. He was, yeah. 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 Uh, so, so is he yeah, your favorite? Is he your favorite coach he all is, time? He is my favorite, not because my mother wanted him to be best man <laughs> at, at her wedding, but uh, because he was, as you so eloquently put it, uh, he was the coach during that magic time. And uh, Magic, Magic Mikey, he Magic was, era. he was, yeah, he was, he was our man, and he could do no wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love you said, it. You said Magic Mike. I figured I, I got to show a little bit of Skinner in dance. You know. Yeah, there you go. Best Raider moment, worst Raider moment. Uh, worst Raider moment for me oh, was yeah, was this one. Go ahead. <sighs> there's so many. Uh, there's so many yeah. for me, it, and, and it comes from anything to do with the Steelers. Uh, I just hate them. I hate them. I've said horrible things about people on the Steelers. Uh, I'll continue to say horrible things about people on the Steelers. Uh, but I, it, it, there, there was, there was some losses. Um, that one moment. That, Get to the moment, Mike. Ah, it's got to be the immaculate deception. Deception. The deception. deception. It's got to be it for me. Uh, I just, you know, Franco Harris, you know, Franco, he's a paisan. How could, <laughs> why could he not come and tell the truth? You know, yeah, it's yeah, for yeah. me, that's, I lived through that. That's, it's gotta you, be. You know, what's funny real quick about the immaculate deception, which it is a good name for it. But in today's NFL with replay, people might oh, say it, it happens. People no, it will. They said you can you can catch the ball as long as you control it and it can still hit the ground. Yeah, but the, the, but back then the rules were that you couldn't have an offensive player touch, touch the ball before. first before yes. you catch it. So the ball bounces off of Frenchie Fuqua, which nowadays oh, okay. we would with the high. It would have had to have hit a defensive player then Franco yeah, catch exactly. it, and that's yep. where we got robbed. Yep. 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 Yeah, I heard yeah, a rule so. like a week or two ago watching football where the guy caught the ball, you know, and then it hit the ground and they called it a reception. They said because he had control. Yeah. And I was yeah, like, they, it can hit the ground? Yeah, they say now as long as it maintains control. But back then it was the rule, that which is not a rule anymore. But back then the rule was it, would, it, would, it was 
you weren't allowed to have the ball touch an offensive player and then have another one catch it. So, so my uh, my worst moment uh, is uh, by far the Super Bowl uh, against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That was my number two. That was that was the worst, and you know all that rhapsodizing I just did about John Gruden to have him then come back and be the ones that beat us, uh, and not only just beat us but beat us soundly, mm-hmm. where it was just. I mean, that was off. We were so excited then, you know. Gosh. I mean, uh, Mosh and I, you know, we were, we, we had some friends over and, 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 and had some adult beverages. And it was just such a celebration of, of a Raider Nation that we just hadn't had in so long. And then to then have that outcome be what it was during that game where really the game was never in question. I mean, we kind of made it close there in what the third quarter. But outside of that, it was really freaking ugly. So that was hard. That, that would by far. Uh, th- call, that was I, the worst. I call that one the boom game. All I have to do is watch John Gruden constantly say, throw it again, and then have John Lynch yell out the play call and tell everybody he's going there, pick the ball off. Then to see John Gruden go, boom, I'm done. Yeah. I'm done, John Gruden. <laughs> you're out of here. <laughs> that, that's My- how it is. That's what it is for me. That's why I'm so... Or can't take it. Uh, the uh, my my favorite Raider moment was uh, just a few years ago. Uh, I lost my dad uh, just a little over two years ago, and uh, right after his passing, I was home uh, in San Jose, and uh, right after he passed, I went to the Sunday night game, uh, which was the Raiders Broncos, and uh, it was kind of the Raiders not only return to uh, at that time uh, prominence, but to knock off the Broncos which is something that we had had trouble doing right, right, do right. on Sunday night football, uh, you know, being there at the Coliseum with that green grass, it's that, that black nighttime sky and everybody in the stands wearing black and, you know, stretching out the big American flag across the field. And just, it was just a beautiful game. It was a beautiful moment uh, in, in, in Raider Nation. We, we really haven't had a lot of those, you know, in recent history. So to be there live for one of them, and especially, you know, uh, on the heels of, of losing my dad, which like I mentioned, I spent a lot of time at the Oakland Coliseum with my dad, so to, to go there right after that to kind of remember him and and uh, so that was that was that was a pretty special moment. And the Raiders were great that night; they played awesome that night. Mosh, and, uh, your your best moment? I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, and I'm going, man, there was so many of them. It it had to be, it had for me, it had to be the Super Bowl in '76. You know, it it the had magic to be. year. It, the magic it has to be because. Because that was, that was the ceiling of my fate. You know, it was the culmination of an amazing run. It was, it was, it was. I mean, I, I, I knew I was always in, but from at that point, it, it was a made man. You know, there was <laughs> yeah. no going back. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? At that, the Steelers that year and to get beating there. the yeah, Steelers and coming back because our only blemish was against New England early on. Right, 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 so to yeah. come back and beat them, you know, in the playoffs, I mean, That's it cool. was just – and cool. and we hated Fran Tarkington, you know, oh, so yeah, to, yeah, beat, yeah. to beat Minnesota in, you know, four-loss Fran, you know, <laughs> uh, to go and to beat to beat Minnesota at the Super Bowl again, you know, uh, uh, just to watch them lose again. Yeah. There it That's is. What I but, yeah, so. There it is. Again, I want this show to be about you guys, but I'm getting like excited talking about Raiders. So I'm going to give you guys my best and worst, yeah, if man. you don't mind. Uh, my, do my best moment as a Raider is it's got to be that we made the playoffs. 
a few years back. It's kind of because it's more recent, and it feels like my best moment as a Raider fan that we made the playoffs. Because I finally had my channel, I had fans, um, I was in the community. I mean, there's a lot of you know best moments, but that one stands out because it's recent, and I had my channel. And, like, we kind of lived it all together. We made the playoffs. We're like, oh, my God, we made the playoffs. And after the drought and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it coincides with my worst moment. My worst moment is that Super Bowl in 2002 with John Gruden. You know, the revenge game or whatever. The reason that's not my worst moment is because that was one game. The minute... Derek Carr went down versus the Colts, I believe it was. Every Raider fan knew the season is over. over. Yeah. I can, even the players were like, oh. and it was like the biggest, worst feeling I've ever felt. Like the Super Bowl is one game. So you're like, oh, it's here, it's done. We had to wait two or three games till the playoffs. Then we had to get a rookie quarterback play. And then every quarterback got injured after Derek Carr. But the minute Derek Carr went down, I can't explain it. I it just it was over. It was done. Yeah. And another was- quick best moment is possibly when uh Al Davis died. We won the game, I think, versus the Texans. And uh, yeah. the we had the twelfth man on the field where they intercepted it, where we actually had ten men on the field. But Michael Huff. There you go. All right, uh deci- describe this season in one word. Rebuilding. Murph? Unexpected. Yeah, I'm going to say disaster. Um, <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> of course I am. All right, this is the question. Murph, you've already answered this before. But I'm going to do okay. this for Uncle Mosh. Mosh, okay. how, uh, has a Raider ever been on the cover of Madden, the football game? Here's the thing. Yes, I'll say. Uh, uh, actually, no, I'm going to say no. And I'll tell you why. Raiders don't need Madden. Okay. Madden the game. Madden the game. Mad Raiders don't Raiders don't need Madden. And let me just tell you this about games. I don't play them. I don't play video games. One. I play. I play. And you quit. And now we've never played again. I am undefeated at video games. I have played one video game. Have you not turtles with an Italian plumber? Have you not squished turtles? No, you don't know what that means. Or Mario Brothers, but I tell you, he's so one time we had a, at a PlayStation game where we did home run derby and that's, you could create a character. Yeah, you could it create a great. character. And Uncle Mosh made this like nine foot guy on the A's. He was so big, the top of his head went on the outside of the screen. And he and, and I'm using and I'm Mister like you know oh, I'm gonna keep this authentic and I'm gonna use Jason Giambi but whatever so he whips my ass right and then and then I go come on let's play again he goes nah I'm done yeah so we haven't we haven't played I, to, I, but you play though and I, don't get, get I, a good seventeen minute answer but tell him about your Candy Crush I I play Candy Crush I I I I play Candy Crush you never and, played and Pong you never played Asteroids growing up I Candy Crush I played uh, the quarter machines. I played Galagula. I played Galaga. Ms. Pac- Galaga. Galaga. I played Ms. Pac-Man. I grew up playing pinballs. Now I'm into uh, casino sports where I put those <laughs> into slot machines. Yeah. And I love to gamble. Yeah. Hey, so, the Raiders are going to Vegas. You brought it full circle. I, most certainly. Yeah. But I, I do play Candy Crush. I, I play a game until there's 
till I've either become nationally ranked like I was in Llama Duck, which I played for a couple oh of years, gosh, and it was the dumbest game in the world, and that was all I ever played. And and because when I play a game, Mikey, I sit in my chair in my underwear and I with Cheetos and and I and I play as I'm watching forensics files on the ID channel. And and that's that's the extent of it for me. I got I got other stuff to do. I like to hunt and fish and go to casinos. You like casinos. So, I, I do. You're I love, he's a I casino, casino gamer. So in I'm summary, old. in summary, I asked you, has a Raider ever been on the cover <laughs> okay. of Madden? Here, you will, here it is. No, you said no. No, 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 no. John Madden. He's a Raider, and he's been on the cover 11 times. I, I actually, if we go back and we look at the tape like we could do now, <laughs> unlike the Immaculate Deception, you asked me if there was ever been a Raider player. player. I didn't. So I yes, gave you, you no. Listen to the trick question wow. again. That's how I get people. I said, has a Raider ever been on the okay. cover of Madden? Okay. Hey, Mikey, you got guess what? You got me. Next question. I got you. All right. All right. Out of these four foods, these are Raider-inspired foods, which one would you eat as a meal? All right. Derek Carnitas, tacos. Or Reggie, mac and cheesies. The Beast Mode Burger. Or the John Gruden grouper. Okay, oh. so fish is out for me. Well, see, I like fish. You like I, fish. But I don't want to sound like such a Gruden honk that I'm like going to choose his food too. So, but I love carnitas. That's that's 100%. The answer, yeah. Right? Because, and, and if the truth be known, we are way more car drunk than we are Gruden drunk. Oh, yeah. 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 So carnitas. Dare yeah, yeah, yeah. carnitas for the win. <laughs> Can you come up with one inspired food name off the top of your head or no? A uh, Raider inspired, excuse me. What did he say? I don't want to mess this question up like the last one. <laughs> a Raider inspired food. Uh, kind of a hard question sometimes. That, that, is, kind of, that is kind of a hard question. Uh, no, I can't. Uh, what, uh, what's, uh, uh, oh, darn it. What about someone with Villapiano? Because there was like the Villapiano's Pizzeria and that one. Oh, yes. <clears throat> yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Okay. Gr Gruden Grinder Meatballs. Because he grinds your balls into meat. I don't know. I thought that, I thought that was. Wow, that was a stretch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, about, you... oh, here, I got you. How about okay. Marcel Reese's Peanut Butter Cups? That Marcel was... Reese's oh, Peanut Butter Cups. That. It's staring us right I in the face Marcel right now. Reese's right over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your hobby besides uh, Raider football? One hobby that gives you joy in your life? I hunt. I hunt. I, I, uh, if you'll follow my Twitter page, uh, <laughs> a shameless plug. Was that a shameless plug? A yeah, I don't even. Uncle I, underscore Mosh. Okay, good. Thank you, because I don't know how to. It'll get it'll be below later during the. Awesome. Uh, I like to hunt and fish and go to casinos. Yeah, I, I call it casino sports. So I that's that's what would have There's to be. There's a my... video game called Cabela's hunter like a big game hunter it's a video game you might enjoy that at home i think you should look into it uh, awesome i keep, i don't play video games <laughs> I, I just, but you said you hunt so maybe i hunt do I, video I, I get i get up at four o'clock in the morning and i and i put on a whole lot of clothes and i go out and i kill things and i love that so basically got, you're john gruden uh, uh you like to kill well, things more clothes, more clothes. Than yeah, I wear more clothes than green. Uh, you know, uh, to, at the risk of the easy answer, I podcast. Like that's 
uh, you know, I've, I've uh, that has rapidly become our that, taking up really a lot of our time. What, yeah, what takes up a lot of the, the, the free time, the play time. I mean, I played competitive softball for numerous years, and we coached. We we coached, we coached our your kids and and my other grandkids, and I mean, we've done coached. a lot of stuff. And and right now, you know, this is what takes up a lot of our spare time. Absolutely, I coach a lot of a lot of baseball, coach football, all that good stuff. Bosh, and he he kind of glossed over it earlier. He's a career coach as well. He coached wrestling, he coached track, he coached all kinds of uh, even football and and dabbled with baseball. And so I mean, he's. He's coached a lot uh, at the high school level, and then of course with our with our guys, with 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 the grandkids and, and my kids, we've we've coached a lot of youth sports. So, but now recently, now they're older though, so they don't. Uh, we're not the coaches anymore. So now with that free time, uh, you know, it's become this podcasting thing, and, and uh, you know, I really like it. You know, growing up, uh, I just loved the idea. And radio is kind of in our family's blood a little bit. It is. It, you know, it's we have. We have some family members that have done everything from announcing to to being on air personalities and whatnot. So the and and the, the idea of sports casting and uh, you know with, we both like Dan Patrick and Rich Eisen and, and Jim Rome and have always gotten such a kick out of those guys. So to now take that and to be able to make a hobby out of coming on uh, and doing uh, playing radio by doing a podcast and video cast, that's really the the, the biggest hobby I think. The, from a time sink. Purely, this is my number one. Uh, but, you know, I still play video games still a little bit. I still play Madden and whatnot. All right. Uh, let's wrap this up with some couple good questions. And then we got a quick little game, and you guys are going to enjoy it. Uh, what's your first Raider memorabilia that you bought, purchased, or were given? Gosh, I don't remember. I've been a dang Raider fan for so long. <laughs> it it would have to, like, to be a cap. It would have to be a hat. Probably a hat. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it, I mean, because that was the, the quickest and the easiest and the – or or uh, maybe a bumper sticker back. Do they? They don't even call them bumper stickers yeah. anymore. But I think I think it was probably a bumper sticker. I remember growing up, I had a big Raider shield, like in it, when in my early twenties, uh, when I was in between wives, um, on one of my on one of my bachelor pad apartments. And so, but I I swear I must have had a cap. I know I know jerseys and coats and things like that didn't come until later on when I can afford them. Um, I think my first Jersey ever uh, was probably that Gannon Jersey that you gave me the, oh, the, uh, the black and white, yeah, uh, yeah. the white one with the, with the black letters. Yeah. So yeah, it might, for me, it would probably have to be, it probably have to be a cap, it'd probably have to be a ball. Cap. I, I think mine, now that I'm thinking about it. I think mine was a Ray guy poster. Murph, my uncle Murph gave me a Ray guy poster. Uh, he gave me a bunch of posters. I had a Reggie Jackson in, in an A's uniform. Uh, I had a Mickey Rivers. I don't know nice. where that came from nice. uh, as a Yankee, even, but a, but a Ray Guy. And I had a Ray Guy poster for as far back as I can remember. I want to say, uh, he, uh, gosh, I don't know, four or five years old or something like that. My earliest memories, I remember that Ray Guy poster hanging up in my room. So awesome. Howie, Howie Footlong Hot Dogs. Oh, there you go. That's a good one. Ah, sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. You. Three minutes yeah. or five minutes later, but good job, Mark. Uh, good okay. job, no, And you totally missed it. What? You should have said, "Easy, hot dog." I'm talking. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think one time in one of our shows, Murph told me like, "Slow down, speed racer," or something like that. Yeah. Hot yeah. ride. It was hot ride. That's. It was hilarious. The I, the comment section said, "There you go. Way to go, Mark." <laughs> I mean, way to go, Murph. Way to go, Murph. 
I still hear for every once in a while. In fact, I got a message from one of our listeners this week, and he was like, I love that last episode with Monday's with Mikey and Murph. It was the best show you guys have ever done. He said, Mikey was positive, and there was no hot rods out of you. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, if I can give a quick question or give a quick answer to my first memorabilia, because, again, I love these questions, and maybe some people might want to know. Um, I actually wasn't a Raider fan till later in life, but the precursor to prove I was a Raider for life before it initially happened, um, my grandfather you know, picked me up one day, took me to an L.A. Raider game, and we watched them play the Broncos to go to the playoffs, and they faced the Broncos the next week in the wild card, but he passed away, and that's how I became an official Raider. But a right, couple, right. couple years earlier, I think the Bengals were in the Super Bowl. Uh, I forgot who, who, who they faced. It might have been the 49ers. But uh, they had Icky Shuffle, and I went to the local Kmart <laughs> store, and they had a little machine where you put a quarter in, and they had football helmets. So I put a quarter in. I was like, oh, you know, let me see if I can get the Super Bowl teams. I think it was the Bengals and the Niners. And I did it, and it came out the Raider helmet where you put the sticker on it. And I placed that on my mantle. And that was my first Raider memorabilia. And then I just started loving the team ever since then. So when my nice. when my grandfather finally took me to the game, uh, again it just it was set in stone. Then I had a poster somewhere with Howie Long. There was an A's player, baseball player, where there were all three of them, and they called them like Young Guns or something. And they were oh. Howie Long was standing. It was like a big po like an '80s poster with all the smoke and magic and yeah. the magic era. That's cool. Nice, cool. nice. <laughs> all right, your first jersey. You answered that, Mosh. Uh, what about you, Murph? What was your first jersey? I think it was either Tim Brown or Charles Woodson. I'm trying to remember because I got them both around the same time. Uh, I think it's the – I still have it by Charles Woodson. Uh, it's a Puma jersey, and it's funny because it's a throwback now, but it wasn't a throwback when I bought yeah, it in yeah. 1999 or 2000 or whenever it was that I bought it. Um, but I bought a Tim Brown jersey around that same time, and I can't remember which one I got first. I'll go with the, with the Charles Woodson since I still have that one. I'll say Charles Woodson was my first – Raiders jersey. Might have been your first Raider man crush too. Charles Woodson? Yeah. Oh, to like like a like a for real like like crush on yeah, a yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I I, I, I love me some seaweed. Well, yeah. thanks to that comment of having a man crush, we're gonna play inside the Raider Nation Raider Connection. It's kinda like love connection, but we're gonna find <laughs> out how well Mosh and Murph know each other since they've been a duo for a few years now. On podcasting and all that. Yeah, like 45 of them. <laughs> 45. Well, you know. Marco Mosh was my first babysitter. I'm being polite. Let's start with Murph. Uh, Mosh, yeah. don't give the answer till after. No way. Say he's correct or not correct. And again, we really need rapid fire. We're okay. uh, an hour into this. But uh, Murph, what or who, do you remember the name of Mosh's first girlfriend? Monica Morello. Is that correct, Mosh? It's my first serious girlfriend. Yeah, I told on her. Wow. Wow. Yeah, she was she was my prom date. I mean, I had girlfriends before that, but first serious long term. Yeah, yeah. He threw up on her. Yeah. Mosh. In a car. I was like four years old now. It wasn't like I was 27 or something. You, I can't believe you know his girlfriend. That is insane. That means you guys talk a lot and you learn from each other. I was living with him at the time. <laughs> Mosh, do you know Murph's first vehicle he ever owned? Oh, you may not know this. Uh, I, I, I probably never even told you. 
it's a really obscure one. It's probably not. It's probably uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm, I'm seeing truck. Yeah. I'm seeing I'm yeah. seeing a pickup. Yeah. There it's you go. Gosh. Yeah, it was. A uh, brand. We need a brand name. Just guess. Well, oh, that was easy. That was. <laughs> uh, let me think. Um, Come on, old school. Dotson. <laughs> was it a Dotson? Yeah. yeah. I thought you would say Chevy. That's hilarious. No, no. no I, I almost and I and I and I'm willing to bet it was it it was it blue. No, no, there. Yeah, no, it wasn't blue. Ah. Okay, so here's the funny part about it. So I I bought the, this Dotson pickup truck. And it was painted in house paint. Oh, like the Mexican flag. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. And there's no blue in the Mexican there's flag. No blue in the Mexican yeah. flag. Okay, good job. Yeah, yeah, wow. Yeah. All right. Hurts on that one. Murph, do you okay. know Mosh's favorite movie? Uh, Silence of the Lambs. It, it, do you want me to answer? Yeah, is that correct? It, it, I, I'm one of those guys, Mikey. I don't just do a single favorite. I go genres. And that is, if I had, like you, I, I like I like musicals, so I'm going to go Wizard of Oz musicals. You know, I'm going to go uh, family movies. I'm going to go Silence of the Lambs. I believe I didn't say Wizard of Oz. Yeah. That's, but, that's pretty bad. You know why? Because we just did a show the other day when we when we, when we we did our Halloween special, and he said uh, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Duh. He's the biggest Wizard of Oz honk on the planet. Like, he's the biggest fan... I can't believe I dropped the ball. Yeah, that Shame yeah on but me. that was, but that was, That's but you know how me. I answer. Yeah, my my yeah. favorite action movie, The Fugitive with Harrison Ford. Yeah, you love the Fugitive. So, you love Air Force One. And I and I do, but it's not I, one of my favorites. I can't but I just yeah, but you, you kind of honked on that. I screwed yeah. that one up. That's my bad. No worries. Hey, you still got it right in terms of the genre. And what was it you cut out? Was it a horror genre? Silence of the Lambs or Thriller? Yes, yes. Thriller. Thriller. Gotcha. I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of new horror movies because i you know cgi and slasher you know i want stuff to jump out and scare the crap out of me i'm gonna have to have you, know you on mean? it i'm gonna do a movie show sometime soon and you're gonna be on it mosh we're gonna talk movies you and Murph, that's gonna be hilarious all right so uh mosh do you know murph's favorite all-time band oh uh, uh oh, that I, that's tricky. now that's tough because i know i know that Murph's a metal head yes and uh and I love them to boot, but I'm going to go with the easy answer on this, and I'm probably wrong, but I'm going to go Metallica. Oh, so you're, you're this close. I'm so close. You're so close. Uh, it's it's Led Zeppelin. Is my, ah! Led Zeppelin's my favorite yeah, band. Yeah, but okay. Metallica is right there. Like it, And it's it's kind of like the genre question. Yes, like, because that's heavier. Yes, it's like, what mood am I in today? Right, like, you right, know what right. I mean? Like, and it's so, it, I go back and forth a lot between those two, especially as 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 a Raider fan, Metallica, James Hetfield, and all that. Sure, right in uh, perfectly. But yeah, so you're very, very, very good guess. It's one in one A, I would say. So I'm going to say, if I could summarize, who won? Murph, you definitely won. You seem to know more about Mosh. <laughs> you actually had one more than than Mosh, but, well, but I, I really did screw up the win. I can't believe. I, it's like a known thing in our family that he's a Wizard of Oz freak. Like I've directed the show. He's directed the show. He's <laughs> and won awards for it. <laughs> yeah, he's got well, he said you were correct. He said you were correct for the genre. Uh, uh, so I'm going to call that a W. That's what old people do. We, we pass on to the youngsters, you know? <laughs> so I'm going to say you guys are a engaged couple because Murph knows enough about you to technically, in my opinion, be an engaged couple. That's okay. great. Uh, so do we have the cricket button? <laughs> <laughs> All 
All right, I want you guys to give a closing statement just describing your fandom and what you think of Raider Nation moving forward. First? Yeah, I'll go. So when I when I think about my fandom, uh, my fandom doesn't come into question because my fandom, like my faith, is personal to me. So no one can say you are a fan or you aren't a fan, just like I would not say to somebody, uh, you are a fan because because you're you're Pollyanna and you're Joe positive and you're all this and you're that, or you're not a fan because you're negative. Um, a, a fandom is like faith and it, and it's, and it's, it's personal and it's what you make of it. Not everybody. I don't put in the time, uh, that Murph does Murph Murph does for what we do on our podcast. He's, he's the producer. He's the head writer. He's the director. He does the most of the show prep, you know? Um, and, and, his fandom is his thing and that's and that's awesome that's great there are other people that are casual fans are they still fans of course they are but maybe they have children maybe they have a job maybe they have whatever so um as fans we do what we do because we love our team and we have fun at it and for me fandom is is an enjoyment it's a process you 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 go with different levels with it um, you may stuff may come up and you have to bow out for a while, but you know, it's, it, it, it is what it is. And, and you have to, you have to in, embrace it and say, Hey, I'm going to do this. I'm a fan because I get enjoyment. It may not be fun, but you get enjoyment. It gives you something to do. It's something you follow. You know, uh, I, I watched, I watched pig man, the series, cause I like hog hunting, you know, and, and, and I'm a fan of that. But I'm not as passionate. You're not a true pig fan. But I'm not a true pig fan because I don't because I don't go out and stab them with knives. You know, I just like to watch other people. Do. But my point is, is that uh, I think fandom is a, is 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 it it is what you can make it. And some people take it to the extreme, and that's okay. That's okay. We embrace all fans. And my 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 message out there would be, have fun with it. And why are you a fan? I gave the analogy of golfers last week on our podcast. And I'm like, well, the golfers that we know hate the game. They're never satisfied. They're never happy. They, 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 they complain about every time they play. So why are you doing that? Do you really like it? So we enjoy watching football. We enjoy watching Raider football. Positive message to, for, to end this season for Raider Nation. Positive, positive message. message yeah it doesn't matter what what everybody there's 30 35 teams that are going to complain about this year and i think uh, 32 30, 31 30, 31 31 that are going to complain I, I got messed up 31 i got i got mikey all of a sudden 31 that are going to complain about not being super bowl champs this year and one team that's going to go oh we're the defending champs or we're the new champs or whatever whatever so Man, just have fun with it. Take it for what it is. It's a game. It's a sport. Yeah. Maybe it's a way of life for those 53 guys on the field and the coaches, but it's not a way of life for us. It's We're fans. We're having fun with it. Stay positive. Have, have fun with what you do. Get out there and enjoy it. Go to a game. Watch games with your kids. Eat Cheetos and play Candy Crush. There you go, Murph. Your positive message and your just, I don't know, talk to Raider yeah. Nation. 
yeah, I would echo a lot of what, what Mosh says. You know, I'm a fan of fandom. I'm a fan of how people's fandom manifests within them. I'm a fan of the creative things that people do with their fandom. I'm a fan of uh, the cosplayers and the musicians and the artists and the all of that type of uh, stuff that comes out of the fandom of a football team. And, and the reason I like all that stuff, and, and I count us in that group and you as well, Mikey, is that um, that's personal. But like that, I can control. I have control of my fandom. I can't control what the team does, how they well they play on Sundays. I can't control who's going to play for them. I can't control where they're going to play. I can't control who's going to coach. I can't control any of those things. The only thing that I have control over is my fandom and what I choose to do with it. And what I choose to do with it is not only do a podcast, but I choose to share it with my family and to hang out with Uncle Mosh and my kids and, and to watch it. And, you know, my wife's not a sports fan, but if she were to want to hang out, watch a game, she would be, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's a communal thing and that never changes. And so as much as this the record sucks, look, nobody likes two and nine. Nobody likes losing. And of course, I want to see the Raiders dominate every single game they ever play in. But it doesn't affect whether I'm a fan or not based on what their performance is because that's not what fandom is to me my fandom is 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 again it's that communal thing it's that family we talk about it all the time raider nation right we're a family well that doesn't change that none of that changes based on where they play and how they're playing you know we uh we, we've got some good friends in the, the black hole and the black hole chapters around the country and especially the ones uh in new jersey and those folks this last week put on the tailgate for the game in Baltimore. Look, that game stunk. That second half of that football game, what we watched was terrible. But those people had an amazing time at the tailgate, celebrating one another, celebrating Raider Nation, having fun, that community, that family, and that doesn't get affected by the team. So my, my message is this, if you're, if you're, if yes, is that if your fandom is tied up into the performance of the, your team or the of the team, I would encourage you divest that fandom, put it into other places because then you don't get let down and it doesn't, you know, again, not that you're always going to like it, but it just, look, it, it helps. We have fun together every Sunday, no matter what. We're laughing and cutting up and whatever. It doesn't matter if the Raiders win by 40 or lose by 40. We're still having fun watching the game, right? Well, thank you very much, Raider Nation. I hope you enjoyed meeting Murph and Uncle Mosh. Please tune in to their show, RaiderFanRadio.com. You can also get all the links to their YouTube, their Twitters, their Instagrams, their Facebooks. All that lovely information is below. And after doing this interview, learning about your fandom, all I can say is I guarantee and I am now qualifying both of you if I have any meaning to do so. Because I am the Raider Nation president, let's, let's be honest. I officially are <laughs> stating you guys as both 100% ultimate Raider Nation fans because you guys know a lot and you've been through a lot. I am declaring you guys 100% official true Raiders, so don't let anybody take that away. All right, everybody, that has been today's show. Thank you, Murph. Thank you, Uncle Mosh. And now, and I thank you guys very much, and let's get out of here. This holiday season, you know what I have on my wish list? Adventure. 
That's why I got a new Honda during the Happy Honda Day sales event. They have a whole lineup of rugged, all-wheel drive SUVs, CRV, Pilot, Passport. But at the end of the day, I drove off in a new HRV with a bunch of safety features. And best of all, I got it on clearance. So don't just sit around knitting an ugly holiday sweater. See your local Honda dealer for Happy Honda Day's clearance pricing today. For all you foodies out there, I'm unwrapping a McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel. Ooh, look at this steak. And the juice running down the side. Got a little bit on the wrapper here. Mmm. And then the fluffy egg and real cheese folded over the side looking just so good. Mmm. Mmm. Grilled onions and a butter bagel, too. Thumbs up for McDonald's steak, egg, and cheese bagel for breakfast. Love it. Mmm. I participate in McDonald's. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.